when you take a bath, put some Epsom salt. And stay in the bath, make it really hot. Sweat. Sweating. We don't sweat enough. Do you know you're supposed to sweat every day? That's, yeah. And that's hard for you and me because we're cold natured and we live right now. It's cold in our climates, but if you could sweat, get in the tub, get in a sauna. If you don't have a sauna, get in your tub, make it really hot until you are sweating or go do work, run up and down the stairs until you're sweating, exercise till you're sweating. Sweating cleans your pores like it detoxes you. You're listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast, a part of the Healing Strong organization, the number one network of holistic cancer support groups in the world. Each week, we bring you stories of hope, real stories that will encourage you as you navigate your way on your own journey to health. Now, here's your host, stage four cancer thriver, Jim Mann. Well, we have an expert with us today that we've had on the podcast before, giving her story of cancer survivor, cancer thriver. That's the correct way of saying it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Christine Oakham, no relation to Ellie Oakham, which I said on the other podcast too, but I'm saying that because we just had Ellie Oakham a little while ago. We're not going to ask you to sing. I can't sing. Okay, can you sign language? That's always good uh, on a podcast. Neither. Neither. No. Well, we're going to talk about something that I am, uh, I need a lot of help with. I know how to put nutrition in my body, but detoxing is uh, something that you know a lot about. So we have you on our podcast today to let us know what we need to do. In fact, let's start off with what is detoxing? Detoxing is something that our body does naturally. God made our bodies perfect. We mess them up, but they were and they should be perfect. And they work if if they're supported. So um, every day of every, every minute of every day, our body's detoxing all the time. Our liver is the main workhorse and it, it cleans our blood like a pint every minute. And so in six minutes, it's done your whole body all the time. It never stops, never stops. That's why you can't live without your liver and you can't live without your kidneys and you can't live without your lungs. All of those are detox organs, but so is our um, digestive system, our lymphatic system. All of them are so elaborate and they're detoxing all the time. So... Why do we have to mess with it, right? Why do we even have that word detox? Yeah. Um, I remember when I started my journey 11, 12 years ago, someone said the word, you need to detox too. You just can't take vitamin C. <laughs> and I remember asking my first more naturopathic type doctor about it. She said she was an MD. She was double board certified and alternative and she said, oh, no, no, we can't do that detoxing. It's very complicated. It can be serious. It's a phase one and there's a phase two and I don't know enough about it. And that's where she stopped. And I said, well, how about just let's do some vitamin C IVs? Well, okay. She let me do 10 milligrams. I could have taken that orally, but that's how scared she was and what she had heard about it scared her. And so from that point on, 
it's just been a learning slow experience for me. And now I realize it really isn't that complicated. <laughs> and that our body does it. We just need to support those parts. So I wanted to make it as simple as possible. Yeah, I, that's what I need, for that's for sure. But it, to me, being a simple-minded person, you know, to detox, I mean, it just seems like such a wide range of things because I've heard so many different ways of detoxing, different things of detox. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm overwhelmed. And so then I stop because <laughs> when I'm overwhelmed, I just freeze like a deer. You can overwhelm easy today. I mean, back then there was nothing. Well, I didn't, there wasn't much on the internet either, but you know, you could Dr. Google and you're going to like, what? It mm -hmm. just keeps coming. Today I went on, I was like, whoa, no wonder people get confused. So I just thought, why? Okay, so like, why do we detox? Because, because me, we have messed up our bodies and our world, like with pollution and chemicals and pesticides and and xenoestrogens and just it just goes on and on. And mm. we're all exposed every day in some form or fashion. And our body can handle a lot. But we have overwhelmed our bodies. And some of us, like at my age, we store it too from when we were little. So we started getting it then and maybe our body couldn't handle it all. So it actually stores it in some of our fat tissues, stores it in our brain. Um, it affects kids now, young kids when it goes to their brain. Doesn't always lead to cancer, but it leads to all kinds of problems. Right. Nothing good, nothing good. <laughs> And so detoxing is not just for the cancer group. It's for everybody. It really is. And I think if we make keep it simple and just understand it and we add little things on our way that make not just I'm going to detox for a day or I'm going to detox for a month, you make it part of your life, then it's a better way, I think. Like a hundred years ago, we probably, no one needed to detox, right? Because it your body can handle what came in because it was all natural. But like you That's said, right. we screwed up everything. Yeah, now lifestyles were different 100 years ago. Yeah, we didn't have the pollutions. And we we were outside more. We did more physical work. We sweated more. Like, think about our lifestyle. They didn't have internet. They weren't locked in a room all day. And yes. most of the time, we're inside all day. But people 100 years ago were more outside more, for sure, for sure. What do we need to do? Yeah. Step one. Step one is stop putting the bad stuff in. Okay. You can't say I'm going to start taking it out. How about you stop what's pouring in? And that is number one. So number one all the time is nutrition. So let's clean up our diets. Just how about you start with eating clean, whole food, real food, not man-made food not man-made food. I used to say nothing in a package, but you know, almonds come in a package, so you can eat almonds if there's nothing added to them. Right. So try to eat for a while, for all the time, like think less man-made. No more potato chips, no more, you know, like whole food, real food. That's it. Whether you cook it, whether you eat it raw, whether you juice it, just eat real food. That's number one. And stop putting in the bad stuff. 
Number two, water is in there with food. Usually when people call me and they ask, what should I do with my cancer? Number one is I go, how clean is your water? And do you have a filter? So you got to filter your water because, because of our world today and how we run water through pipes, we have to chlorinate it and kill it. So we kill everything, but chlorine is not good for us and fluoride is not good for us. So you need a filter that gets rid of lots, those two and a lot of other things. So reverse osmosis takes everything out. So whether it's a water thing on your counter or you do in your whole house, you need to clean your water. Okay. If you can only do one on the counter, then you need a shower filter too. It's a little filter you put on there. Takes the chlorine out. Some take chlorine and fluoride. So you're not putting it in on your skin because your skin absorbs. I've had people say, my hair looks better. My skin feels better. I need that. Just by putting a filter on your shower heads. It's very simple. They last a few, six months. Change it out. I can do it. You can do it. <laughs> so definitely your shower and what you drink. So that so they stop coming in. Then you got to clean up your cleaning products at home what you're cleaning with. You can clean with vinegar and water. It's actually cheaper products, cheaper than buying all the fancy stuff. How about cleaning with um, like Dr. Bonner's soap? You know, use that for your shampoo, your soap and your shower. Clean toothpaste with no fluoride. So all this stuff takes a while. Like, oh, I got to buy a new kind of toothpaste. I got to buy different cleaning products that don't annihilate you when you walk in the house and it's Clorox and all those fumes. You do not need all that. Vinegar water cleans a lot. A lot of people add essential oils to it. And there's a way to look up all these products. There's a website called the EWG. It's called the Environmental Working Group. And in the beginning, they didn't have a lot of products. They actually have a lab and they test products. So you could look up a product and it rates it a b c d it'll tell you what's the bad stuff in it what's the good and in the beginning it was hard to like you would look up all the a stuff like shampoo and and you'd say well where do i find that one it'd be some obscure girl that's making it in tennessee or something you know but now there's more mainstream products right. and you can find it so i mean you could go through the trouble of finding some oddball whatever it has gotten so much easier, and using that, they do incredible work. It's called the EWG, Environmental Working Group. They do household products, hair products, personal products, just all kinds of products. So from head to toe, what you brush your teeth with, all kinds of stuff. So it's a great, great website. Just look up all the A stuff. If you can change something and you want to pick something, I would go there. And the third thing is your emotions. You have to clean what you're bringing in. <laughs> is it conflict? Is it anger? Is it, you know, just you need to get, stop bringing all that in. Now, it's easier said than done. There's a lot of programs and there's a lot of ways and we'll talk about it a little more later, but that's my third thing. So one is what you eat, one is what you put on you, what you smell, and then the third thing is your emotions. Okay, stop bringing all the bad stuff in. Then we got to take it out. We want to take it out and we want to support what our body does, right? 
So your kidneys clean, your liver cleans, your lung. So if you work in a factory that was had smoke in it, then you were getting sick. You might have lung cancer without even smoking. Mm-hmm. So you would want to get out of that environment. Right. And how do you clean up your lungs? Well, open the windows. You know? So basic stuff. There are brutal and hardcore ways to detox. And it's for severe people that worked in an in a factory or they were in a nuclear disaster or miners yeah major major issues like you had a lot of mercury or in your body for some whatever reason work with kids (laughs) so you want to help it get out so how do we help nutrition number one what do we eat okay you're going to eat whole food but it's better if you eat ones that have sulfur in it because sulfur helps you detox. So sulfuric, sulfur foods are your cruciferous, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, bok choy, garlic, onions. All of those are powerhouses. Not that the other vegetables are bad and you need to eat them all. But if you key in on those, you will start detoxing better. You help your body. You help all those organs work better. You could eat them in saute them, cook them, steam them, put them in soups, juice them. However you want to eat them, you got to add them to your world. And then there's some that are like superpower. Like if you're going to juice or do smoothies, add cilantro and parsley and ginger in with all your greens. So cilantro parsley really pull the metals out we all have a lot of aluminum in us because we drank all those sodas we had all those vaccines that had aluminum we have it trust me we have aluminum and so that helps pull them out i remember um dr gonzalez making one of his patients she would put she'd say a handful of parsley every day in my juicer or a handful in my smoothie they're powerful. All the greens are powerful because they have chlorophyll. Chlorophyll just binds to the toxins and pulls them out. If you drank too much greens, you would actually get sick because your liver, you would overtax your liver. And so just by adding a little all the time, you're doing a little every day. So if you added just parsley, cilantro, and all your greens, you would hate it and you wouldn't do it anymore. <laughs> you would make up a horrible tasting smoothie, which you don't have to do. You don't have to do. I say low and slow and add it slowly. Hiding the salad, right? It mixes up with Yeah. You put cilantro in uh, guacamole, right? Yeah. A little bit as a topping. I always eat it. I always eat the garnish. I eat all the garnishes now. It's not just there for show. Yeah, it's true. Now, let me ask you a question about the metal thing, because I was just, I'm wondering about that, because sometimes, like my wife, not to mention any names, but my wife, uh, her, she broke, she actually, her two fingers and a thumb went through a quarter inch gap through these, a metal wheel of the, I mean, basically she snapped her fingers and didn't just break them. I mean, totally. Wow. And obviously they had to screw everything back together. So she's got a lot of metal in her hand. Typically, those are stainless steel, though. Okay. So that's not as much of an issue? Or? No. It wouldn't. Aluminum's not a strong metal. It would mm-hmm. not be aluminum. 
right. think about aluminum foil. It's soft yeah. and pliable. But I um, I know some surgeons, and yeah. most of them are, all the tools are stainless steel. I used to work in an office. We would clean them, scrub them. Okay, I've always wondered about that with her hand because, I mean... Your body doesn't like it sometimes. Yeah. Some people have to have the screws removed, you know, because it gets annoying or irritated. But typically, you're, I mean, think about knees and now, you know, hips and knees and screws. They're everywhere in everybody's ankles. Yes, but fillings, that's bad. They are bad. And I had a ton. I had a lot. I'm slowly taking them all out. If you take them out the right way. Right. People go, I'll just go to my dentist and he'll replace all my fillings. Well, they get sick. They will get sicker. Yeah. So be careful how you do it. Right. It's just like you have a water disaster in your house and they go, you have bestos. Well, they make you get out of the house and they come with hazmat suits uh -huh. to pull that bestos out. Well, same with mercury. They wear hazmat suits. Right. For a reason. Biological dentist for that. Yes, totally. Or it's better not to do it if you can't afford it. It's better not to do it. So simple things that you can do. I'm just going these are free and simple. Yes. In the morning, the first thing you do is drink lemon water every day. Half a lemon, lemon, squeeze it or juice it for the week and then keep lemon in a refrigerator and just pour a little lemon water. Cleans out your digestive system, gets everything working better for the day. Drink green tea. I know it doesn't taste great. Maybe try to make it taste a little better with a little honey or stevia, but green tea is powerful. Anything green, I'm telling you, is powerful. Um, dandelion tea and milk thistle and chamomile at night. It's like the tea to go to bed with. You got all three of those. How excited am I? It doesn't taste as good, so try to make it taste better. It's a good night tea. It's giving your liver like a kiss. You know, it's just so good for your liver. Every night, if you do one of those teas just before you go to bed, you're really helping your liver. At night, you are really healing and detoxing. And you don't want to eat close to bedtime because you don't want your body working on digestion. You want it ready to work on you. Right. And so three to four hours before bedtime, do not eat if you can. Try. So eat your meal. Eat it hearty enough that you're not hungry and snacky. I know hungry. that's hard. Yeah. I am too. And I stay busy. But if I don't eat enough at lunch and dinner, I'm snacking. So try to eat enough. A balanced diet where you get your proteins, carbs, and fats in your meal so you're not hungry. And go to bed. Go to bed. I know people, my brother's like, I can't eat unless I have a bowl of cereal before bed. I'm like, what? That is so bad. So then your body's got to deal with digestion instead of the enzymes working on healing. Yeah, It's important. And then get a good night's sleep. So if you stop eating at six or seven and then don't eat till eight to 10 in the morning, you've done like intermittent fasting, which helps. Mm -hmm. which is another way to detox. Take hot, cold showers, cycling. So at the end of your shower and you're all soaked up and you're nice and clean, turn it to cold for 30 seconds. Get in there. You could do it 60 seconds, you're even better. 
Now, some people will buy a cold plunge, spend all that money, put ice in it, dunk themselves. You could do all that, but you could just do it in your shower every day, 30 seconds. It is so powerful. They've done studies on everything I'm saying has a study. And you'll see that they like don't get sick as much if they did it for like a month in a row. That is just so simple. There used to be a detox lady and she would come to your house. And that was one of the things she said. She'd put that cold shower on and hold him in the shower. Mm, I don't like her. I know. It's very hard to do because I like to be warm. But 30 seconds, you just start. Just start 10, 20, do it. Breathing. Breathe long, deep breaths. When you feel yourself stressed in the morning, Dr. Gonzalez used to say, just swing your arms up, swing your arms down, 10 long, deep breaths three times a day. Whenever you think about it, you get off your chair, take a long, deep breath in and out. Longer out than in is better. Long, slow, deep breaths. You're cleaning out your lungs. You're getting deeper in your, in your gut. Okay. Dry brushing. You get that stiff brush and you brush your skin. You're kind of stimulating your lymphatic system and you're getting dry, dead cells off your skin. You always brush towards your heart. And it, at first you're real sensitive and you're like, oh, because the brush is stiff and right. your skin is dry. Do it before you shower. But after a while, you start liking it and it actually feels good. You'll feel your skin tingle. Your skin will look healthier. You can even do your face, but you got to do it a little less rough or you'll be red faced. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a Korean friend that she buys me these little, the Koreans were big into skin brushing. And if you ever go to a Korean spa, you will see the mom and the daughter or son, they scrub their bodies at least two, three times a week with this little hand mitten and they're brutal. Like, if you have them do it to you, you are like, ow, But they scrub their bodies and get rid of all. It's stimulating to your lymphatic system. That's part of their culture. We don't do it. But it's powerful. It's powerful. I So I use that hand mitt in my shower. I do it. So I do dry brushing and wet brushing. Exercise. Well, everybody knows movements are powerful. So moving your, it's your lymphatic system that you are moving, getting your muscles moving, getting your, your whole lymphatics that don't have a heart pump. So any kind of movement, whether it's yoga, jumping, rebounding, even standing still and just jiggling helps. Cage fighting. Yeah. I have my older brother. I'm like, before you do your exercise, just get up and move. And he said he pulls less muscles, you know, like he's because okay. he's stiff and his joints hurt. You know, he said it helps me so much. Just get your blood moving. So just wiggle. And then I read like twisting, which we do in yoga, but you could just twist or sweep the floors or sweep your garage out with a good old big broom and use both sides sweep with both sides, right? Or shovel the snow. You are twisting your organs. You're actually twisting your liver and your kidney, kind of giving it a squeeze. Mm -hmm. So we do it in yoga. We hold it and you breathe. But 
Sweeping is powerful, and you're cleaning. You're getting two things done. You laugh. Well, I do. Uh, first of all, I'm happy. But secondly, I think I'm a... Uh, my neighbors are always saying, do you want to borrow my uh, leaf blower? Because it's more manually to have, you know, big machine in your hand. But I, I take my just regular old uh, broom right. and I sweep my whole driveway just because it's therapeutic to me. It is. It's powerful. Manly, but still, it's more healthy. And those leaf blowers, the noise pollution yeah. is horrible. And then when you take a bath, put some Epsom salt. And stay in the bath, make it really hot. Sweat. Sweating. We don't sweat enough. Do you know you're supposed to sweat every day? That's, yeah. And that's hard for you and me because we're cold natured and we live right now. It's cold in our climates. But if you could sweat, get in the tub, get in a sauna. If you don't have a sauna, get in your tub, make it really hot until you are sweating. Or go do work, run up and down the stairs until you're sweating. Exercise till you're sweating. Sweating cleans your pores like it detoxes you. So I'll tell you a story. I used When I started a, a lot of green juicing, I used to green juice every day or have a green smoothie. And then I would go do my yoga. And I noticed that I was smelling like the odor during yoga when I was starting to work. My odor was so strong when I had the green juice before my exercise. Mm. And that's because the green juice is pulling stuff out. And here I am helping it come out by sweating. And it would, I'd have to get up out of the class and go wipe my pits. Like, cause I, I couldn't even stand the smell. Like you could smell. And I think the combination is powerful. Yeah. So go do a green juice, a green smoothie, go do your exercise to help it pull out all the way. That's part of what, phase one, phase two. That's why garlic and the cruciferous, those all help, that sulfur helps pull it out. Um, There's enemas. Now, I know you heard that word before, oh, and it's it. a powerful word, <laughs> but you could do simple enemas of just a little bit of aloe juice or lemon water, and it kind of cleans your intestines out. That's after you have relieved yourself. And there's also coffee enemas, which is a heavy-duty detox right. that a lot of cancer people use, and you need to get into it. We have things on our web that you can look at Healing Strong, go Google it. There's a lot of information on coffee enemas. What it does is stimulate your liver to release bile. So it stimulates it to help it detox. It's just giving your liver a kickstart, which... Typically, cancer people, they've done, had, they're overloaded with toxins and their liver's not working as well, right. or they've done chemo or whatever, a lot of chemicals or drugs trying to get better or their whole life, like they're on pharmaceuticals, like their body's overloaded and it just helps clean it out. There's clinics in Mexico that are holistic clinics. They, before they'll take you, they look at your liver. They want to see your liver enzymes because they don't want you coming if your liver can't handle the detoxes they're going to do. If it's too weak, they already know. So they want to see you got to keep your liver clean. And that's why I say that nightly tea, a little every day for everybody. So where you are and where I am, we just got to stay on our journey. Right. We, 
You know what I mean? You just help it every day. How does one, here's a simple question that everyone knows but me. How do you find out what condition your liver is in through blood tests? Or? Well, there are blood tests. Right. And I would say, depending on the doctor looking at them, how he would rate your liver. But probably a typical CBC has a little, little bit of your liver enzyme. But there's quite a few now. Mm -hmm. I can't name them off the top of my head, but I know there's a few. And a lot of people have fatty liver, and they used to attribute that to alcohol, but that's now. It's not. It's what they're eating and all the junk in their body. Mm. And a lot of them need to do these kind of detoxes. I've had a lot of people tell me, I have fatty liver. I don't even drink. And the doctor's going, you must drink. Then they go, no, I don't drink any alcohol. Right. Well, they're, they're just clogged up, and their liver can't handle it. Right. Even... um. There's a, there's a lot on the web. Dr. Berg talks about fatty liver disease. So many people have it. Mm. Just give your liver some support by doing all of this, by what you eat and what you drink. and Sleeping, so important. So if you go to bed early, not with a full stomach, get a good night's sleep, take your phones out of your room, turn your Wi-Fis off, People go, what? I can't turn my Wi-Fi off. Yes, you can. It's hard to do these days, isn't it? It's hard for me. It's hard for me to let go of my phone. Um, try to go maybe an hour a day without it. But when you're sleeping is when you're healing. It is the most important part not to have it. So even charging in your room. Take it out of the room and charge it in another room. Even better, turn your Wi-Fi off for the whole house. Yeah, the whole right. house. You just put, you could buy a fan, something fancy. I see them. I go to all these health shows. They have now something you hook up to, and it hooks up to your modem, and you could turn everything off. Or you could just buy a timer, a $10 timer, <laughs> put it on your modem, and turn your Wi Fi off. Now, if you're in an apartment, you're going to get everybody else's Wi Fi. You're out of luck. Right. You are out of luck because if you look at your phone, on Wi Fi connections, you're going to see how many things are trying to connect to you. Yeah. There's how many things are coming at you. Turn your Wi-Fi off, though. So if you can get away from them, I've even asked neighbors, hey, how about we both turn our Wi-Fi off at night? And they're like, oh, okay. Because people are getting stronger and stronger. Like, I work at home and I need right. Katrillion megabits, whatever. So if you're in a house, it's easier. There are things that help block it. They're expensive, mm -hmm. but there are some cheap and dirties. One naturopath told me to go to the hardware store and go buy grounding rods. You know those copper grounding rods? Mm -hmm. Cut them in half. Have Home Depot cut them in half. Four-foot grounding rods. Put about four under your bed, four or five, and it kind of copper blocks EMF. So in addition to turning off your phone, put copper around you. And if you look at most of the uh, EMF stuff blockers that they sell, right, they're made with copper. Copper's blocks. Mm. So that's a cheap and dirty. And she told me she used to do it for kids that they were couldn't sleep and they were having a lot of like autistic kids or having a lot of problems. And they would put it under their bed and they would do so much better. So much better. Wow. 
Yeah, just sometimes it's something simple. Even I've heard where they're trying to get aluminum out of children and it won't release and they're giving them heavy duty stuff to pull it. Like maybe, or maybe even just doing foot baths to get rid of aluminum. But when they turn off the E, their EMFs at their house or Wi Fi, mm-hmm. also the aluminum starts coming out of their body. So EMFs, we don't know everything they're doing, but they're messing with it. We are electrical <laughs> and it's messing with us, and I believe them. So, so there. Wow. Okay. So at night, even if you don't turn your cell off, turn your Wi-Fi off. Right. The Wi-Fi is coming at you. Right. The cell's more the other way. I turn it off when I drive. I don't want it, all those Wi-Fi's when I'm driving down the road trying to connect to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about. I've heard so many lectures by Wi-Fi people that it's enough to freak you out. And they sell baby hats that block them. They sell clothes that block them. You could buy a hat. You could buy people that, you know, want their fertility. <laughs> Good. They have underwear that block them. Wow. They have it all. They have it all, I promise you. I'm just going to buy a farm. That's what I'm going to do. I know. Right? Out in the country somewhere. I'm just saying just make it less. You know, we live in a yeah. world. We can't live without our phones. Just less of it. Just last. And if, huh. if if we do all that, which is pretty simple, you know. They're not you hard. Get down and then, of course, you always got to have a doctor who understands all this that can just watch what it is you need. Maybe you need to do something more uh, of something else or you need to concentrate on part of that. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, as long as you have someone who has a lot more knowledge about it, watching what you're doing. I think There's not what, many. Yeah. There's not many doctors. There's not. But uh, no. I'm going to find me one. So the other thing, the last thing to put in uh-huh. is, remember I said you had to take out the negative emotions and forgive? Right. Well, is to put in happiness, gratitude. So every night, maybe a few times a day, you think of three things you're grateful for. And even if you're having a bad time, you... Be thankful you have a pillow, that you have a blanket. So be grateful for that. You have to find you have a three pillow? things. Yes. <laughs> a good pillow, too. So it sounds silly, but they have done studies on it that if three times a day you do that, they could see they measure the natural killer cells in your body improve. Mm. If you go for a walk in the woods every day or nature or go to the beach, that changes your cells. How powerful is that? They have actually measured it. And so I used to poo-poo all the emotional stuff. I don't want to hear that. I just want to know what to take. Tell me, do I need selenium? Like, tell me what capsules to take. Well, you can find all that out too. Yeah. But the powerful stuff is the free stuff. I'm telling you. And your doctors don't even mention it. What you breathe, what you think, what you eat, those are free. And they don't talk about it. Yeah, I, I read something yesterday about how people who live on the coast right by a beach and spend time on the beach, I don't mean just laying out under the sun, but just being there and listening to the waves, they they are healthier. There's less stress in their lives. And uh, 
So that, that makes sense. That's why I like, I don't like laying out on the beach. I don't like when it's crowded. I don't like where I'm, you know, it's stinking hot. Um, but I just love sitting there and listening to the waves coming in. It just calms you. I yeah. like it in the evening when the sun's going down or in the morning when it's popping up. Plus, you're usually barefoot and you're yeah. grounding. We didn't even get into grounding, but, and that sounds really woohoo. Yeah. But take your shoes off and your socks and go in your backyard if it's not too cold. Yeah. <laughs> and ground. Snow melts. They sell grounding sheets. They sell, but you could buy all that or you could just go outside barefoot for five minutes yeah. and ground. So when I tell you there's free stuff or you could do it the complicated, expensive way to yeah. do all this. Okay, I'm going to be a new person next time I see you. Uh-huh. Low and slow. And I'm going yeah. fast. Well, I think that gave us a lot of information. Um, in fact, my brain is full, so I'm going to have to let you go on that. Cause, uh, but if if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard Christine's story, it is, uh, I forgot how long ago. You're near the beginning of all these. I think I spoke to you. But you tell yeah. your story, your healing story. So uh, It was a while ago. Yeah, you were just a kid. Yeah, I know, but it's taken me this long to learn. Yeah. To make it simple and keep it simple. Yes. You know, I mean, it's hard to stay on your journey all the time. But if you, a little at a time and add it all, it's it's simple. I try to eat something green or drink something green every day. I don't care what it is. Green. Yeah. yeah. Yep. When's, when's the next time you're coming through on your bike through uh, the Greenville Swamp Rabbit Trail? I love Greenville. I love Greenville. Yeah. We'll just come on by and make sure you say hey. I will. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. You've been listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast, a part of the Healing Strong organization. We hope you found encouragement in this episode, as well as the confidence to take control of your healing journey, knowing that God will guide you on this path. Healing Strong is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to connect, support, and educate individuals facing cancer and other diseases through strategies that help to rebuild the body, renew the soul, and refresh the spirit. It costs nothing to be a part of a local or online group. And you can do that by going to our website at healingstrong.org and finding a group near you or an online group or start your own, your choice. While you're there, take a look around at all the free resources. Though the resources and groups are free, we encourage you to join our membership program at $25 or $75 a month. This helps us to be able to reach more people with hope and encouragement. And that also comes with some extra perks as well. So check it out. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating, leave an encouraging comment, and help us spread the word. We'll see you next week with another story on the I Am Healing Strong podcast.